A lot of people say they don't read the Bible because they don't understand it. And as a Christian, I feel like it's my duty to explain it to you. Welcome to the Ghetto Bible Tales. I'm your host, Jerrica. And here at the Ghetto Bible Tales, we retell Bible stories and discuss biblical themes in a comical yet understandable way. We're going to laugh, but we're going to learn too. So strap on your seatbelt, pop yourself some popcorn, and let's do this. y'all it's your girl jerica and i am back with yet another ghetto bible tale and today we're gonna discuss um do you really want to hear the voice of god let's get into this one before we can get into this story we must first discuss the rules of context i have a more in-depth video about the rules of context um, I will link it in the description box below um, and in the cards up above. However, we're just going to run through them real fast. First rule of context is language. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible wasn't originally written in English. Just think about that when you're reading it. Rule number two, history and culture. The Bible is ancient Israel culture. Stop applying your modern day American culture or wherever you're from. Stop applying your culture to the Bible, baby. That ain't how it work, Okay. Rule number three is reading the Bible as a whole. Take it at face value from beginning to end. Read the Bible in its entirety, y'all. The final and most important rule of context is the Holy Spirit. Um, In order to gain understanding of anything that I'm about to say, you must first pray to the Lord your God, ask him to bestow his Holy Spirit upon you, and boom, we got understanding. All right? So, you know, once you grasp an understanding of the rules of context, we can continue on in our story. This story takes place in the book of Exodus, and I am going to be focusing on the chapters 19 and 20. So, the book of Exodus, chapter 19, goes a little something like this. Chapter 19 and chapter 20 go a little something like this. So, three months after crossing the Red Sea um, out of Egypt, <clears throat> Israel ends up in the wilderness of Sinai, and they camp at the Mount Sinai. So this is after um they have been, you know, set free from um set free from oh shoot. Set free from Egypt. So they have crossed over the Red Sea. You know when Moses split the Red Sea. Now they on the other side. And yeah. So they're in the wilderness of Sinai. And they're camping at the Mount Sinai, at the base of the mountain. So God tells Moses to remind Israel what God has done for them. Like I said, God just delivered them from Egypt. They're no longer slaves, etc. God wants to form a covenant with them. And he uh, wants to uh, make them his special people. And he says that he wants them to be a holy nation of priests. Um, For those of you that don't know what a covenant is, a covenant is, you know, an agreement or a contract. So God wants to um, basically start a contract with the children of Israel. So because he said, you know, I brought y'all through all this. Let's have an agreement that y'all, because I brought y'all through this, 
y'all are going to be a holy nation of priests. And, you know, y'all are going to be the nation that save everybody in my name. And so Moses, you know, he brings this proposition to the children of Israel. And they all agree. So basically, right at this moment, they spark up an agreement with the Lord God of Israel. They, they, They strike up a contract basically agreeing to be his holy nation of priests and to do you know follow his rules and his customs of what he says they agree to do it so moses you know he goes back up to the mountain and he talks to god because y'all know they moses and god had you know meetings in the mount sinai and you know moses would be up there for days just conversing with the lord um being the mouthpiece for the children of israel and being the mouthpiece of God to the children of Israel as well. You know, he was the middleman for communication between God and the people. After uh, uh, Moses tell God that, you know, the people have agreed to be a part, to be, the people have agreed to be his people. Moses tell, I mean, God tell Moses that um, he will come himself and, um, he will come and speak to the people of Israel so that they will know that whenever Moses comes and talks to them, that he is actually delivering a word from God. So basically, God was going to show up as a thick cloud over the mountain and he was going to speak audibly out loud for everyone to hear him. And he was going to tell them, you know, I am the Lord your God and this young man is Moses and Moses Moses basically when Moses tell y'all I said something he telling the truth because Moses is actually talking to me so basically you know he was gonna um talk to them personally and tell them straight up you know you need to listen whenever Moses say I said something it's fact because I'm telling y'all right now that I actually talked to Moses so there wasn't gonna be anybody that could say you know um, we don't know if you talk to God for real because God was finna sit up here and nip that in the bud. He was gonna sit up there and say, I talked to Moses, so y'all need to, whenever Moses say God said, it's the truth because Moses actually talks to me. So that was the plan. Being that God is a holy being, um, and we cannot dwell, he cannot dwell near unholiness, his presence must be respected. Um, so he told Moses to consecrate all the people of Israel. Um, for two days, and then on the third day that he would make his appearance. So Moses had to consecrate the people, you know, basically wash their clothes, wash their bodies, cleanse themselves, and after they were presentable, God would present himself to the people. Prior to them cleaning themselves, there were also more rules because once again, like I stated, the Lord God is holy and his presence must be respected. Um, he was going to appear above this mountain as a thick cloud. And being that his Holy Spirit was going to be above this mountain, it was told to Moses to tell the people to not touch this mountain, to stay. To, to, to He told Moses to build a barrier so that people could not try to touch the mountain. Because if they touched that mountain, they were going to die because this is God's holy presence over the mountain. It was basically, you know, God was setting boundaries, you know, and if they were crossed, death was the penalty. So, you know, your unholiness could not exist with his holiness, so you could not touch it, so you would die. And, you know, he told Moses, you know, you need to, re- you need to reiterate that, that they don't need to 
be hanging out at the bottom of this mountain like this. You need to build a barrier so people don't touch it. Moses goes and he gets the people to clean, cleanse themselves. Um, Moses also tells them not to have sex before coming, even though uh, they were married or not. He said, you know, we're just going to abstain from sexual activities and we're going to be completely clean when the Lord sees us. Um, that wasn't what God said, but that was what Moses said. And I didn't really see anything wrong with it. Like, you know, I, I it was basically, you know, God wanted us to, he wanted the people to set the desires aside to fully commit to him. And I don't see anything wrong with that. So, I mean, you, uh, yeah, you can avoid having sex for a day, uh, three days. I'm sorry. But, uh, to, so, so you can go meet with God. I don't see what the problem was, but you know. So anyway, Moses told the people, cleanse themselves, wash their clothes, and you know, to abstain from sexual activities for a few days, um, so that they may be fully purified when they come to to meet the Lord. On the third day, because God said, you know, you get them two days to get clean, he gonna show up on the third day. So on the, on the third day, uh, <laughs> third day early bright and early in the morning y'all it probably was like four or five o'clock it started thundering and lightning and um a thick cloud formed on top of the mountain and the sound of a trumpet went off shaking everybody about their sleep so you know what i'm saying like folks is knocked out sleep it's like four or five o'clock in the morning y'all Folks is knocked out sleep. He start thundering and lightning, scaring the piss out of folks. And then all of a sudden, a trumpet just blasts like a trumpet sound just go off. And everybody wake up. go off and like i said y'all it's thundering and lightning and um the mountain is covered in smoke so god lit the mountain on fire (laughs) and when he landed when god landed on the mountain it caused an earthquake so once again y'all it is like four or five o'clock in the morning Thundering and lightning. God strike that mountain. I'm talking about he hit that. He hit that more hard. Lit that mug on fire. Smoke everywhere. Thick cloud is resting above the mountain. And it shook the earth. And then, on top of all of that, there's a trumpet sounding. And it's going on and on and on like an alarm. Like just rounding about this trumpet is going on and on and on so everybody is terrified all the people are scared so it's 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 it's, and the bible says that the the trumpet sounds get get, as long as long as the trumpet prolongs it gets louder the longer it goes on so it's getting louder and louder and people are jumping up out their bed like what the freak is going on and moses is walking through the camp like Get it together. Get yourself together. We gotta go. We gotta go meet with God. Get yourself together. Everybody looking at him like, what the hell, Moses? So everybody get themselves together. Meanwhile, this trumpet sound is still going, y'all. It's still going. It's like blasting. And it's like 
it's disturbing everybody. Everybody's scared. And everybody looking at Moses like he's crazy. And Moses steady rounding everybody up like, just, we're going to the mountain, y'all. We're going to the mountain. We got to talk to God. We're going to the mountain. Everybody's beginning to gather at the bottom of the mountain. And Moses speaks out and greets God. And then, you know, God speaks audibly out loud so that everyone can hear him. And, um, you know, he pretty much tells them that Moses is his his boy, his homeboy and they need to listen to Moses and he is he is the Lord their God and he he reiterates everything that he has done for them thus far. He's saying this out loud audibly. Everyone can hear this. Like nobody has to wonder who it is talking. This is he 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 says who he is and he says what he's done and he says what Moses is to him. So he he does all this out loud so everybody can hear the Lord God. And mind you, that freaking trumpet is still blasting. It's still blasting. So honestly, I think everybody was more so afraid and a bit annoyed by everything that was going on. So I guess this has left people come discombobulated. God tells Moses to come up to the mountain. And Moses goes up to the mountain again. And when Moses get up there, God tells him to go back down now. I need you to really tell these people not to touch the bottom of this mountain. So I'm assuming, being that God told, told him to come back up the mountain to say that, somebody crazy enough must have tried to touch the bottom of the mountain because, you know, touching it kills you. So, And so God tells Moses, you know, go back down there and tell them, I need you to make this very important. That they really need to realize they have no business touching this mountain. Do not touch this mountain. And, and Moses was like, Lord, now I'm a trick to this mountain. You told me that already. I already told that to the people. And then I built barriers. Like I built this barrier. So they can't, they ain't gonna cross the barriers to touch the mountain. God said, I don't care what you talk about, Moses. Take your tail back down now and tell the folks not to touch this mountain because they're gonna die if they touch this mountain. Anybody that touch that dead body, they gonna be unholy and they ain't gonna be able to be around here. So you go down there and you tell them not to touch this freaking mountain. Moses rolls his eyes and like, bro, so you want me back up here to say that you could have said that out loud to everybody. But anyway, so Moses goes back down the mountain and he's like, listen, y'all. Don't y'all pass these bears and touch this dog on the mountain now. Cause you touch the mountain, you're gonna die. You see, you, you see these orange cones? Don't pass these dang on cones. Don't you come touch the, Don't you touch this mountain. You're going to die. Don't touch this mountain. God don't play. Don't, don't touch this mountain. Okay? Don't you cross this yellow tape. After Moses go back down to the mountain and he tell them people not to touch stuff. Don't you pass the caution tape. Don't you pass the robe. Do not touch this mountain. Okay, so Moses go down and he tell everybody that. So after that, God, um, God gives his commandments because once again, the children of Israel, they have agreed to go into a covenant with God. Which meant that they were going to follow his commandments. So now God is about to give them the, the, the commandments. So the commandments are the Ten Commandments. I'm going to tell y'all something. It started out so simple. Because all you have is these Ten Commandments. Now you skip the Deuteronomy. It's like 500 laws. That God had to find himself trying to be real specific. So these folks wouldn't be stupid. But So most God most coming down. He tell everybody, you know, don't touch the mountain. And then God gives out the commandments so his first commandment is no other gods before me that does not imply that it is okay for you to serve other gods after him what it means is do not serve other gods period point blank nothing the god of israel is your only god commandment number two do not make carved images and bow down to it 
That was the second commandment. If you don't know what that means, what's wrong with you? <laughs> the funny thing is, immediately after God gives these commandments, they go and they break the first two within an hour. Basically, do not make a statue and then start worshiping it. Like, that's, that's not, God of Israel don't like that. Don't do that. Okay, that was commandment number two. Commandment number three. No taking of God's name in vain. Using, which means, do not use God's name in a perverse way or in a disrespectful way. The literal translation means do not misuse his name. Okay? That was the third commandment. Fourth commandment. Remember of the Sabbath day. It was the last day of the week and it was supposed to be a day of rest and relaxation. Remember, God rested on the seventh day after he created the world. So he wanted his people to also model that and rest and relax. You were not to do any work on the Sabbath day. I don't see why people had a problem with that. It's like, chill out, take a break. And I don't, I just, I don't understand why people broke that one. That was the easiest one. That would be the easiest one for me because I don't ever want to do nothing but sleep. So that would have been a real easy one for me. Let me sleep all day one day. That's great. Because I sure, I did that yesterday. I slept all day. But anyway, commandment number five, honor thy father and mother. Self-explanatory. I feel like I don't have to break that down. Y'all should know what that means. Number six, you shall not murder. Number seven, you shall not commit adultery. Number eight, you shall not steal. Number nine, you shall not bear false witness. That means don't you be out there telling no lies. Because God don't like a liar. And number 10. You shall not covet. What does that mean? Covet means you do not desire or long for things that belongs to your neighbor. Okay? It's that itch. To possess what someone else's ha- what someone else has. For instance, um, y'all remember later on in the Bible, Bathsheba and David. Uh, Bathsheba was another man's wife. David wanted her, so he took her. He had sex with her, and then he set up the murder of her husband. That was him coveting coveting what his neighbor had, which was that wife. So God said, don't do that. Because truth of the matter is, God give you whatever your heart desire. You have not because you ask not. So God don't want you to covet. Honestly, for me, these Ten Commandments seem pretty straightforward and pretty freaking easy. I, I, this, uh, this was nothing. This was so easy. I don't understand how... They they really they messed this up like a few days after he gave. And mind you, this wasn't given to them by Moses. This was given to them by God himself. God God said all this at the Mount Sinai, y'all. He's talking out loud so that everyone can hear him. There is not a person amongst the children of Israel who could say they didn't hear the Lord say this. Because he said this, he he made a loud announcement with a loud alarm, a trumpet. And he caused the earthquake and all this and the third to get their attention. And then he started speaking. Y'all, he gave him the Ten Commandments verbatim out of his mouth. Not Moses' mouth, not no other prophet's mouth, out of God's mouth. So God said this. All this come out of God's mouth. And 
this is where our, our title comes into play about do you really want to hear the Lord? So, mind you, like I just said, lightning, thunder, that trumpet still blaring, and God is speaking out loud. I'm assuming that man got a, a deep baritone voice and is scaring these folks. So, they all pulled Moses to the side. And they was like, Oh, Moses. Could you, um, could you tell the Lord that, um, it was real nice, you know, hearing his voice or whatever, but, um, he don't have to speak to us like that no more. Like, he could just, he could just, you know what I'm saying? Like, give you the message and then, you know, you could tell us because you know what I'm saying? Like, this was a little much. Like, I was getting my beauty rest and he coming with the trumpet and stuff. Like, if it's going to be like that, Moses, I can't do it. Um, could you just, like, you could just go up there and, you know what I'm saying, you would get the word from the Lord or whatever and then you could bring it back to us. And then it could just be like that because ain't nobody trying to hear all that. Okay? The people... They went to Moses and, you know, they told Moses that they were scared. And they was like, you know what I'm saying? We don't need to hear this. We don't need to see God in this manner. We don't want to talk to him like that. Um, He could just talk to you. And then we get the message from you is what they told Moses. And, you know, Moses was like, you know, don't be afraid of God. He was like, God don't want you to be scared of him. He wants you to respect him. Like, God is telling you how important his presence is, how holy it is. And he was trying to protect them from dying, which is why he kept telling Moses, you know, tell them don't touch this mountain because they're going to die. But also, God had to show y'all his strength so that you know, so that you would know not to play with him. You would respect him. And that was what this whole thing at Mount Sinai was for God was, you know, y'all thought I brought y'all out of Egypt, but I need y'all to see how wonderful wondrous i was you know and so you know he showed them through magnificent works with the thunder the lightning that random trumpet making all this noise like god is like you know that's me that's me and you need to respect me and god didn't want them to be afraid of him he just wanted their respect and also being that you could see how big these wonders were you wouldn't want to sin against that god but as people began to pull away from God, Moses draw near to him. Um, so, like I said, these people, they didn't want to hear the voice of God. They didn't want to hear the voice of God. They were scared, I guess. And, um, you know, like I said, Moses said, ain't no, ain't no need to be scared. You know what I'm saying? God just wants your respect. He don't want your fear. He wants your respect. But that terminology in the Bible, it says, fear the Lord your God. It, it means respect, not to be actually afraid. Because God don't want you to be scared of him. But he do want you to respect him. Kind of like you do with your parents. Like, I'm not afraid of my mom and dad. But I do respect them. Like, growing up. I'm a young black woman in the South. So, of course, you know, we got spankings or whippings or whatever. And it wasn't to um, scare me. My parents were trying to scare me. They were trying to help me. They were trying to make me um, respect them because 
I would get a whipping because I was being disrespectful. And eventually I didn't get whippings anymore because I respected my parents. It wasn't fear. It was to gain respect. Like my mom and dad was showing me I got this strength and I could do so much harm to you, but I'm not going to do harm to you. But I do require that you respect me. And that was the same thing with God. Like God was like, I can do all this. You know, I can crack the earth in half. I can rain lightning down from the sky. But I don't want to do that. I want you to respect me. I just want you to know, though, that I have the power to do that. But I'm not doing that. I want respect. Man, these people, they weren't... The children of Israel just weren't open to that. They were... Uh, they really weren't open to, to God, period, to be honest. Because after God gives these Ten Commandments, if y'all keep reading the Exodus, y'all know that days after... Because Moses ended up going back to up the mountain. So days after God gave these Ten Commandments, they break every last one of them. <laughs> Y'all know the golden calf situation. That was the carved image. They had an orgy and just started having sex all at the base of the mountain. The mountain gods told you not to touch. And they, they broke every commandment days after. So, like I said, they weren't, they didn't heed God whatsoever. They weren't open to, to any of this. And they told Moses that they didn't want to hear the voice of God no more. That they wanted to hear, uh, that they would rather God give Moses the message and tell them. Which is funny to me because later on in the book of Numbers, we find that everybody mad at Moses talking about, oh, he think he the only one to talk to God. And I'm like, do y'all not remember that y'all said that y'all didn't even want to talk to God? That y'all wanted God to talk to Moses? So the question remains, do you really want to hear the voice of God? That's it for that story, y'all. Um, but you do not have to take my word for it. You can go read yourself in book, the book of Exodus chapters 19 and 20. Please like, comment, and subscribe. And thank y'all for watching this video. Um, share it with your friends and your families. And until next time. Peace out, y'all. All Ghetto Bible Tell episodes are posted on YouTube simultaneously in video format. Thanks for tuning in. You can follow the show on all social media at Ghetto Bible Tales. Head on over to GhettoBibleTales.com and you can sign up for the mailing list so that you can be notified of updates and other things. You can also request topics or stories that you'd like for me to discuss on the show. Once again, I'm your host Jerrica and this has been the Ghetto Bible Tales. New episodes are posted every Wednesday and every Sunday.